Greetings. This week's game is Spin Dizzy. Yet another game that I absolutely failed at miserably, but it's one of those games that it always dragged me back. Um, going into research, <laughs> such as it is, for these brief snippets, um, one of the most sort of common words is uh, maddeningly addictive. Um, and I think never more so um, than with Spin Dizzy. It, yes, it owes its inception to Marble Madness and it led to the likes of Bobby Bearing and Gyroscope, but I think Spin Dizzy stands out from all of those, uh, including um, the original Marble Madness, which, yes, the word madness does um, figure very, very prominently in uh, my gameplay uh, in the arcades with that particular title. But Spin Dizzy, when that came along, um, I've just been looking at the map. Now, I was trying to think about how to approach this particular piece. And I think when I saw the map, I just, I, it's, it's sort of clean lines. It's, it's almost, it's cubist art almost. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful to look at. Now, there's an awful lot of these spectrum maps out there. But this one, for me, um, stands head and shoulders above an awful lot of them because of the minimalism. And I think that was what appealed to me at the time. It was, it wasn't anything different that we had, hadn't seen before in that, um, minimalist art on the spectrum was kind of the norm. Uh, but, when lent, when it lent itself to the isometric view, it took on a whole new aspect. And that's just from my point of view. Now, Spin Dizzy, as I said right at the beginning, drove me absolutely insane. Um, but it was maddeningly addictive. I, I just couldn't understand how I could be so appalling at a game that looked so simple and yet underneath that apparent simplicity was a very complex very skillful game where you really had to know what you were doing and that's where i failed every single time um Collecting all the jewels, well, that never happened. Collecting half or even 5% of them, <laughs> good God, that never happened. But it never stopped me going back to try. There's just something about um, this particular title. It's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Um, Electric Dreams Software, Paul Shirley, wonderful, wonderful thing um, that it is. Um, I mean, I didn't realize, again, I've said this before in the few uh, reviews I've done to date, that I rarely 
read the inlays, or if I did, then old age has erased them from the memory banks. But I didn't, I don't remember, um, the main character such as it is, a probe called a gyroscopic environmental reconnaissance and land mapping device, Gerald. My God, we loved our acronyms back in the day. Um, but what a wonderful thing this is. It's just, we don't see enough of this in today's games. I know that I do bang on an awful lot about uh, indie games and how it, it covers a very broad spectrum. But things like this, um, spin dizzy, it, I, I mean, I was reading something, it, um, Paul Shirley said that because of Activision's business practices, their business model, uh, the marketing was only very brief. And so it, ne it never really achieved its full potential. But I think because of that, it has um, resonated with those who played it and stayed with them forever. Um, it is one of those games where I don't think it really needed to be hyped to hell and back. I think the people who encountered it probably through word of mouth spread the hype, uh, and rightly so. Um, it's, oh, it's, it's an isometric puzzler with a, a strange spinny little thing. Um, that doesn't even begin to describe it. And yet I think that people out of curiosity would have sorted out, um, why I bought it. I, I can't really remember. I, I think I was just at that time while working at, in the industry, I, I had the kind of, um, spare cash where I'd go out and just buy anything and everything that caught my eye in the magazines. And, like I've hinted at, I did think that I would absolutely annihilate this game. And yet, like some of the great games, it humiliated me um, triumphantly. It really, really did. The world that is shown in this map is just a thing of sheer beauty. Um, it uses the Spectrum palette such as it was, is, uh, to absolute perfection. And I know that some reviewers criticized the lack of decent audio, but I don't think it really needed it. Um, I think the, the silence other than, um, platforms going up and down or switches being activated, I think the few sound effects that are there suffice the silence adds to the atmosphere of this wonderfully uh surreal um frighteningly difficult game i mean i'm saying difficult maybe some people found it an absolute doddle but uh i hand on heart have to say this i was never one of these people who mapped things out and even when much younger, the memory 
ourselves weren't good enough to say, oh, well, I know what's coming next on the next screen. I could never remember that kind of stuff. So I would just go flying into the next screen willy-nilly and uh, lose a life, uh, which resulted in losing time. And it's just absolutely staggering. I'm looking at it and seeing how every screen links up. Um, I'm, some of them are terrifying, the difficulty levels um, where you have to move along sloped pathways. Um, the switches and everything, I could never... Uh, I, I could never sort of master, oh, what have I just done there? Um, yeah, maybe I was just one of those idiots and probably still am. It's not a game that I would ever go back to try again. I mean, I'm looking at a certain part of the map and every single pathway around this is an angled path leading to destruction. And that is just absolutely cruel. And yet, genius. It truly, truly is. So, what else can you say about Spin Dizzy? It is a classic. It stood the test of time. Um, it really has stuck with people who played it. Um, I don't think I've met people who, on the few occasions when I've um, spoken to like-minded gamers... You know, and, and mentioned Spin Dizzy. Nobody's ever said, oh, God, I hated that. Um, I think the only thing that I would hate about it is my um, failure level. Uh, it tested me, and I was found to be uh, lacking in game-playing ability. But that is the sign of a, a true game, that it tests you and you just keep going back. Uh, and looking at Spin Dizzy now... It still stands the test of time. It's a beautiful game. The lines are clean, clear. The gameplay is simple, yet maddeningly addictive and terrifying in its challenges. And yet, it's an absolute gem. <laughs> 